0: On the 6th of January, 1540, Henry VIII married his fourth wife, Anne of Cleves. A political match, the marriage took place at the Palace of Placentia, Greenwich, otherwise known to us as Greenwich Palace, which unfortunately, most of it doesn't exist any longer. She was 24, he was 48, and the marriage was going to be doomed. Following the break of England from Rome, England was almost entirely on its own in a Catholic Europe loyal to the Pope, and this marriage was supposed to give some sort of political alliance and support to Henry. This was the first and final time that Henry's bride would be chosen for him. And although Henry hadn't chosen Anne for himself, he was quite taken with this idea of marrying her, carrying around Holbein's miniature of her with him. And indeed, it was this romantic possibly notion that he had of this blind date of a marriage going to be somehow very exciting and a true love match that probably led to its worst start. Henry couldn't wait to meet Anne, and so he decided, rather than wait in London for her, that he would find her en route. And he and his male friends, in disguise, decided to play out a courtly love ritual. Anne was approached by a tall, burly man who tried to kiss her, and so she repelled his advances. But this was the start of the end for Henry and Anne's marriage because the man who had approached her was in fact Henry. And when I first heard this story, I thought, would Henry be happy that his future wife would repel a stranger who just tried to kiss her? But this was the era of courtly love and true love should have been able to shine through the disguises, the fact that this couple hadn't actually met before, and Anne had failed her first test. Not only had Anne failed, but she had publicly embarrassed Henry by rejecting him outright on their first meeting. Poor Anne, who'd never met Henry in real life, up to this point, had very little knowledge of the courtly love rituals of the English court really stood no chance of getting this right. Henry stayed with Anne on the wedding night and he stayed with her for a further three nights but reported that the marriage was never consummated, that the couple had never had sex. Of course, he would cite Anne as the reason for the lack of consummation, although by this point it is possible that he was experiencing periods of impotence and also We already know that from their first meeting he didn't want this marriage and Henry was a man who married for love and for attraction. The couple were married for six months in the end before the marriage was annulled. Not a divorce as the misleading rhyme tells us. The annulment meant that the the marriage hadn't really legally existed in the first place. Having said that, Henry bestowed on her a nice settlement, a generous settlement, which meant that Anne would be comfortable for the rest of her life. And he really did take care of her in that respect. Anne, for her part, cooperated with the separation negotiations. Could have been intelligence on her part and cunning, or perhaps she just didn't have much of a choice as to what she was going to do in this situation in a foreign country, still not really knowing the language. So was Anne really as unattractive as Henry reported? Well, you can make it your own mind from Holbein's portrait. He was a man known for a good likeness to real life and perhaps there was the odd equivalent of a Snapchat filter made in some of the portraits, but we can get a good idea, I think, of what Anne looks like. And she is, I would say more attractive than some of Henry's other wives controversial. On the day of the annulment of the marriage Henry wrote to Anne to let her know that in less than a week she would have the details of her settlement. He wrote to her in really friendly terms speaking of her as his friend and sister and signing off your loving brother and friend. And these don't appear to have been empty words. He bestowed on her a generous uh, package, a generous settlement um, of an annual income and properties in Kent, including the right to lease Hever Castle, the childhood home of Anne Boleyn. Anne was welcome at court. Indeed, at the following Christmas New Year celebrations, it was Anne who stayed up to dance with Henry's new queen, Catherine Howard, when Henry had gone to bed. So what happened to Anne? Anne outlived Henry and all of his wives, and is the only one of all of them to be buried at Westminster Abbey.